welcome to the City Point Church podcast. Thanks for joining us. Every day is an opportunity to take hold of. So we hope this message inspires you and builds your faith, that it helps you have more of a God perspective for your day. Enjoy. Thank you, worship team. Church, can you declare out loud today, my heart is open. My ears are alert to grow and change and never be the same. Amen. All right, be seated. So good. So good. 2023. Never, we've never had this before. This is new for us. And uh, tomorrow's a new day. Every day's a new day. Every day is the day to rejoice and to be grateful, no matter your season. The Word of God says that His anointing breaks the yoke, breaks the chains, the bondages over your mind, your heart, your family. It breaks that. And this is what I like. Is it anything to do with you? It's to do with the anointing of God. Is there any spirit-filled people in this place today? And every Christian says amen. Because as soon as you give your heart to God... The Holy Spirit is awakened inside of your life. He's already there. Whether you're a Christian or not, the Spirit of God is already in you. The truth is, is you can't even breathe without the Holy Spirit. He made you. He's the power, the outworking presence of God in your life. But when you give your heart to God, it's like a sleeping giant wakes up and you are filled with power, you're filled with identity, You're filled with purpose. And I think sometimes life just goes on a little bit and the purpose is diminished with life and its issues and having children and buying houses and stuff. And we lose our sense of purpose and our sense of identity and the power that we are meant to walk in. And it all just, and the enemy loves it. Because he looks at weak people, but we aren't a weak church. Let me tell you, when we're on this platform and we're speaking revival in 2023, I mean, I I just said that in my prayer, John, and it came out as an accident. And I just went, oh, my God, that was a really big statement this year, 2023. But when we are saying this stuff, we're declaring by faith with the power of the Spirit of God that is alive in us what we see in the natural to happen because we're seeing it now in the Spirit, man. And that's what God does is, is filling you with faith. If faith isn't just this wishy-washy word, oh, we're the people of the faith. Oh, they're Christians. They're all about faith. It's, it's, it's not this wishy-washy thing. When God gives you a vision for something like he has to me and Mal for this church. When the day that we, we got the okay to buy this building, that day I had a vision. And I'm going to try and say it without crying. But that day I had a vision of cars all the way down Morayfield lined up to come into this driveway that we had to park cars on our playground and basketball court and go all the way around, that we had to use the land across the road, which has been donated to us, not, not, not land, but that to use it for our car parking. So the sawmill has said, if you ever need overflow, you need that. 
And I said, well, that's a good deal. I'll let you pay us to rent our car park during the week. So they pay us and we get it for free. Yeah, right, makes, yeah, it's God, right? But we need it for what's about to come. You know, we're going to go to multiple service in, in due season. We're going to go service after service after service because your neighbours are going to be coming and you're going to have to tell them, can you please come to the next service? I really want to go to that service so I can go to the beach afterwards with my kids. And so God gives you a vision. He fills your heart and your spirit, man, with faith because you are an anointed person and you have the living Holy Spirit inside of you. And what he's doing is he's downloading into you what he already has prophesied to happen. And people around you think you're absolutely crazy because you're speaking things that they can't imagine. But the truth is, is your children will be pastors and ministers and they will lead your schools to revival and and your universities. If God's placed that in your heart, they will do it. But you need to live by faith and not by sight. You can't look at your children and and just label them because of what you see going on in their world right now. What you need to do is speak into them what God has given you as a parent for your child in the spirit. See, my parents did this, and this is why I'm on a platform today, is they said that no matter what season I meant, some of the stuff I did, it was nothing compared to my older brothers. (laughs) But but what I did was illegal. I mean, it was not good good as well. (laughs) And... But that didn't shape my identity. My, my parents spoke in what God told them about their child, and that became my identity. And this isn't just for children, church. This is, man, I've got to get into this message, but this is for you. Who deep down inside do you know you could possibly be? Now, the world's saturated with Marvel and DC and all this Stuff. I was going to say rubbish, but it's kind of cool. Just got to win over the younger generation here. So the world's saturated with all this stuff. And this is always, you need to listen to me, okay? This is always the plan of the enemy. It is impossible for you to imagine something outside the realms of heaven, good or bad. It's impossible. You aren't smarter and don't have a greater imagination than God. So when the world is bringing out marvels and flying and superheroes and all these powers, what they're doing is they're showing a reflection of who we can be as in, in the spirit realm. See, we are called to divide seas. That sounds marvelous to me, right? Or have bushes that, that don't get consumed but constantly burn and burn and burn. See, God did that. And that's the same God that has called you and I to part seas. I mean, to, to kick or <laughs> to curse or whatever, a rock. And enough water could come out of it for three million people. See, Moses did that. And you think, well, that's Moses' Bible story. <laughs> That's you. Do you believe that, though? 
Do you believe it though? Do you believe you have the authority to look at somebody and feel like you're seeing a spirit of control over their lives or darkness over their lives and you have this sense there is something wrong here? Do you realize that you have the authority? In fact, it's even not that scary or anything. You just simply have the authority to speak to that person and not look at them. Don't look at them. But you look at that spiritual thing and just say, hey, you've got, you've got no authority here. Get out in Jesus' name. See, because if, if we don't by faith begin to see, we won't in the natural do. And I know many, many people that want to do in the natural but you are prepared to see and allow the Spirit of God work on you in the spiritual. Because this is something that I've learned in my life, and I think anyone that's been in the presence of God would understand, is you've got nothing to add. I've got nothing to add except to be a conduit for God, the power of the Holy Spirit in Jesus. Amen. So I, I say all this because revival is coming and you need to get yourself ready. And people are coming. I just had during worship this morning, um, we gave out 350 hampers in this community over Christmas. And I saw a little bit marvelish, maybe DC-ish. Depends if you want to get a bit on the dark side. But... I saw during worship today, and you can pray with me about this during the week in your life group. Like every hamper, a little light started to rise. In every house, that 350 hampers were now 350 if you times that by maybe the average of five people per house. Can you see revival? Yeah. See, see, people thought we're handing out food. <laughs> we handed out so much more than just food, church. We blessed with the power, anointed hampers, and they are sitting in people's homes. And you might be thinking, oh, that sounds like a movie. He's a bit weird, this guy. Well, I don't care. Because as God moves, I'll tell you what, you're going to want to be here dancing, rejoicing as well. Amen. I gave out two hampers to a house with eight men in it. You know, eight people from one house. Today, a light was ignited in their house. I believe that. In the spirit, it's what I saw. Therefore, it is. Amen. All right, you're ready for a word? Today's a special day for us as a church. Every year, we have this service at the beginning of the year called the anointing with oil service. And um, I'm going to explain and talk about this a bit, but it's a very powerful it, well, it can be a very powerful service for you, or it could just be another Sunday. Uh, so I encourage you to lean in a little bit and allow it to be a powerful Sunday for you because we're going to see the power of God do something in people's lives here today. Amen? So the anointing with oil is simply a symbol and a reminder of who you are as a believer and a follower of Jesus Christ. Anointing means to set apart a person, a place, or thing for divine use. 
It's saying that we are empowered and called to accomplish God's work. We walk in God's protection and in Jesus' deliverance. Anointing is symbolized through oil, which is what we're going to do here today. But it is actually the Spirit of God who dwells in you. And the title of today's message is We Are Anointed Ones. We are anointed ones. Now, I love this scripture in 2 Corinthians 2, 14 to 15. I love how the apostle um, Paul uses his choice of words to, um, in what he was saying here. It says in verse 14, Now, thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ. So our triumph is in Christ, not in our own strength, but in his. And through us, he diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. Verse 15, for we are to God the fragrance of Christ among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. In other words, among the regular Christian who's given their heart to God and among our community who is crying out to know Jesus. You and I are the fragrance of Christ. Think about that for just a moment. We are a fragrance of Christ. Man, I was just thinking about this in the realms of leadership just this week, about the way I lead and the way I conduct my life. I need to make sure because I'm, I'm a reasonably strong person. I, I'm quiet, but when I speak, I'm strong. And, but I, I realized this week the strength can't overtake the fragrance because the fragrance is representing Christ to the Christian and to the perishing. Wow. The way we talk, the way we conduct is all a representation. See, this is an explanation of what it is to be anointed. Biblical anointing oil had a pleasing fragrance about it. There is a fragrance and aroma that we are to carry as disciples of Jesus Christ. Today it's symbolized through oil, but it's actually a fragrance of the Spirit of God who dwells in us. 1 John 2.27, But the anointing which you have received from him abides in you. And you do not need that anyone teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things and is true and is not a lie, and just as it taught you, you will abide in him. Now, there's something very powerful there. I flip that a little bit. I say, God, I will abide in you. As you teach me. See, I take onus of this scripture and say, God, I need to be abiding in you every single day. See, this scripture is saying that the Spirit of God is in us, has anointed every Christian, and he teaches or reveals to us the scripture's truths. When you read the Bible, it's very, very important to always say, Holy Spirit, would you teach me what I read today? 
Because if you read without the Spirit, you're not going to understand. You're probably full of sleep like I do. And just go to Facebook. Or TikTok or Instagram or whatever. Is TikTok even a thing anymore? It is apparently, yeah, Grace. That's great. Every person who is anointed is also called to a purpose. Are you anointed today? Is the Spirit of God in you? Well, then you have a purpose. Okay, you just put your foot in it. You have a purpose, which means you have to live your life for that purpose. You can't live your life for yourself. You can't live your life to get your emotions feeling good every day. Your life isn't about how you feel. Your life isn't about what other people are saying or think about you. Your life has a purpose and that's what matters. Amen. So you have a purpose. This is what today's service is about. It's a reminder that the Spirit of God is calling us and has anointed us for the purposes of 2023. We are the anointed ones. In the, in the Bible, there's many purposes of anointing. I just want to go through some of these. The first one's Jacob in the book of Genesis. Jacob was called to become a nation called Israel. Jacob one time had a dream in a place where God met him. And he poured oil over the rocks where God met him that time, calling it the house of God. Priest in the Bible in Exodus 28.41, God directed Aaron and his sons to be anointed as Israel's high priest through the pouring of oil on his head and his garments. Also kings in the Bible in 1 Samuel 10.1, Samuel pours oil on the head of King Saul to become king. David was also anointed as king. But I just want to read this scripture from Psalms and have a listen to what come with the anointing for David. In Psalms 89, 20, 24, it says, I have found my servant David, and with my holy oil I have anointed him, with whom my hand shall be established, also my arm shall strengthen him. The enemy shall not outwit him nor the sons of wickedness afflict him. This is pretty good, isn't it? I will beat down his foes before his face and plague those who hate him. This is why people that live around my life that hate me have pimples. Is God's plaguing them around me that hate me. So don't hate me. That wasn't verse 23. Verse 20, I don't even know where that came from. Verse 24. But my faithfulness and my mercy shall be with him, and my name, his horn, shall be excited. I reckon, exalted. I reckon we should claim this in our lives this year, amen, that we are strengthened because of the anointing, the Holy Spirit in us, that we are protected, that we are not outwitted or afflicted, and we have God's faithfulness and his mercy on our lives this year. Why? Because we are the anointed ones. Amen. It's in God's name 
And this is why we get anointed, to align ourselves under God's lordship. Let me tell you, this should be a weekly practice, to align yourself under his lordship. When you do that, your identities strengthen, your purpose is strengthened. You get up in the morning and you know what really matters today. And it's not that your husband forgot to put the bins out. No need to argue over that. We have a greater purpose because we are aligned under the king's lordship. Amen? What about sickness? I love this. I want you to hear what I'm saying right now, okay? God instructs us to anoint the sick for healing. James 5, 14 to 15. Is anyone among you sick? Church, is there anyone here today sick? Well, let him call for the elders of the church. Are the elders going to call for you? No. So is there anyone here today sick? Then call on the elders of the church. Let them pray over you, anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith. How good. We see what you aren't. We see the leg, brother Shane, though you can't. Amen. We see the healing off the hospital bed, although you might be struggling to today. This is why you come to the elders of the church, because when you are weak, we will be faith standing beside you and he will strengthen you. Amen. And the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise you up. And if he has committed any sins, you will be forgiven. And you all thought it came down to an altar call at the end of the message on Sundays to be forgiven for sins. And then what about this? Both the ancient Hebrew form of the word Messiah and the ancient Greek form of Christ literally mean anointed. Jesus Christ is more accurately rendered as Jesus the anointed one. Jesus, his anointed. Luke 4.18 says this. You can get excited if you want on this one. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has what? Anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me. He has what? Sent you to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. No wonder why Jesus said right before ascending to heaven, it's better that I go because the Spirit of God will be with you. And when he anoints you, rather than just Jesus, or just the 70 that Jesus said to go out, being able to heal the sick or open people's blind eyes. He said, when the Spirit of God comes and anoints you, when you give your heart to God and that sleeping giant is awakened in your life, the Spirit of God anoints you to pray for people, church, your neighbours, your work colleagues, man, if we would live by faith and not by sight, if we wouldn't be overrun by fear because we are looking at the natural man, but we are overwhelmed by the Spirit of God saying, pray for that person, 
pay for that person, proclaim Jesus over that person, lift up this community, speak to that household, give a hamper, do whatever it's got to do. If we would be overwhelmed and not consumed by our eyes, that would be a great day. And I'm pretty certain it's 2023 in your household. Amen. You receive that? Even Father God anointed Jesus with his Holy Spirit. In the scriptures in the book of Acts, the apostle Peter was teaching the household of Cornelius about Jesus, reminding them of what the scriptures say. Acts 10.38, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. I I noticed this, that generally in the Bible, when it talks about the Holy Spirit, it then adds the words power. Have you noticed that? It doesn't make this all-in-one assumption that we understand that the Holy Spirit is the power of God. It's it's like the Scriptures just say, hey, Graham, I'm going to write some text here, but you're reasonably thick. And so I just want you to know that when the Spirit is with you, it's also power. And once again, back to the marvel, like you walk around with an immense power as a Christian. This is why what we say matters way too much. Just Pastor Mel this morning was teaching a young child in this church about the power of what they speak. Because what you say has power. And rather than getting upset with your husband because he forgot to vacuum the floors, use those powerful words. (laughs) This... I've got the mic and I've got the platform. Mal doesn't do that at all. (laughs) She's got a mic as well. (laughs) I'm just standing up for the other man in the house. Hey, man, we got each other's backs. And uh, it's actually probably the other way around. That's why I'm using this power on the platform right now. Is I get up Mel for uh, nothing, bub. You're just beautiful. <laughs> but the power of our words, Christian, the power of your actions, it's, it's given to you. It's on loan right now because the Holy Spirit is, you don't have power, but you exercise his And you can rip down or you can build up. You can heal or you can break. And we sing songs at church like we did this morning of the chains hitting the ground and shackles breaking. You know what that song's actually saying? It's not saying, hey, go home, sit on the couch, have some noodles because you've got nothing else for dinner. So you have two noodles. (laughs) Oh, sorry, Bob. (laughs) <laughs> and, and just to watch Marvel and, and God's going to go do something and break some chains on people. What the song is saying is we sing it as a church because we are in unification. We are united with God and we're saying, yes, God, 
as I declare, as I speak, as I pray, as I confess, as I speak out Jesus' healing, the chains will hit the ground, shackles will be broken. But church, make no mistake, you have a part to play in this story. A couple of verses later in Acts chapter 10 and verse 44, it says, While Peter was still speaking these words, who was speaking the words? The Holy Spirit wasn't. While Peter was speaking the words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all of them. And they heard the word of God. We are the anointed ones, amen. Just as I'm getting to the end here, I would love us in the band could come up. That would be fantastic. Just start playing behind us, Rachel, would be great. I would love us to declare four things by being anointed today as we are anointed with oil. oil. These four things that we are anointed by the Lord God Almighty. Anointed through the Spirit of God who is in me and on my life. Number three, to live as a fragrance of Jesus. And number four, today you are dedicated to the purpose of spreading the news of Jesus Christ with other people. That's your purpose in 2023. If you're a leader in this church, your purpose for this year is not leadership. It's just a tag on. It's a part of what we do in our ministry. If you're a business person this year, business isn't your number one purpose. If you're in school or university, your degree is not your number one purpose. And if you are struggling to hear what I'm saying right now, when you go to heaven, will your purpose of your degree go with you? Will the, the will even, oh man, this is a good one, ready? Will the purpose of your family go with you? There's actually a scripture that speaks to that. Or will the purposes of everyone that you share Jesus Christ with and they receive him go with you to heaven? Therefore, you have one purpose. My purpose is not building this church. It's the add-on and it's the byproduct. My purpose is seeing this community one for Jesus Christ. And I will use you to see my purpose fulfilled. In other words, this church has a purpose to see this community one for Jesus Christ. This year, would you purpose today as you were anointed, would you say, God, I receive this anointing oil on my life, which is you, Holy Spirit, because I'm going to step out this year. It might not be today because I've got to overcome a few things yet. But it could be tomorrow or next week. But this year, I'm going to speak to that person. And when I do, I know that I'm going to see you move dramatically in their lives. 
See, that's the confession of faith. Not, oh God, I'm going to go over and speak to my next neighbour. Oh God, I really hope you do something like, this would just be amazing. That's not a, that's not a confession of faith. Let me ask you something. Do you want to come to your pastor and say, oh, pastor, do you really think that Jesus is going to win our community? And for my answer to be, oh, geez, John, I I really hope so. Like, I pray for it all the time. Like, I really do. And, And there's scripture to say that, you know, that God wants all men to come to Christ. So I hope, I hope, John, it's in my lifetime. Is that what you want from me? Or do you want a man full of faith that will speak what I see in the spirit, not what I see in the natural? And when John comes to me and goes, Gray, do you really think it's going to happen? John, I think it is happening. Man, did you not see what the Christmas production was like? We had the most salvations we've ever had at a production just this year. And that was 2022, not 2023. John, the church prayer meetings have never been as full as they have been in 2022. And that wasn't even this year yet. Like, John, revival is happening. And yes, I don't think it's in my lifetime. I actually genuinely believe revival in this community. The name of Jesus will be declared in every household this year. So we better get active. John, get off your lounge and get out there. Stop eating too many noodles. Hallelujah. That's faith. Faith speaks what no one else is willing to. Faith sounds silly to even you. But stupidity also sounds silly to you and everyone else, by the way. So don't, stupidity starts here. Faith overwhelms you to you can't but speak. This building started here, but it, it was something that trickled down here and then just got so much that I'm just like, well, damn it, God, if you're not going to do anything, I'm going to claim that building. And every day, the kids and I driving down this road for 12 months, we took it in turns. Every day, we claimed. We didn't pray for or hope. We claimed I said, kids, can you see the church in that building? They all, all of them, all three said yes. And every day I taught them how to claim a building, even though I had never done it before. And here we are today. Let me say this. This is a miracle year for you. Yeah. And don't live on my faith. Okay, I'm struggling on my own for my own dreams, all right? Leave me alone. But this is a year for you. This is a year for you to speak something new. If your marriage is broken up today as we anoint you, you're receiving the power of the Holy Spirit to speak life into your marriage. Who cares what they're speaking? You're the one with the power. Speak life. God, I am a crap husband. Would you teach me this year how to honour and respect my wife like she's the princess that she is, a queen in heaven like she is. Would you teach me, Holy Spirit, God, 
And right now, I just speak that my wife is beautiful. I speak that my wife is marvellous. That Father God, she can ask me to vacuum three times a day and I will do it. Why? Because she is the one that you ordained for me. Therefore, I will submit to her in her authority in my life. And we always thought it was the other way around. But God gave her to you. Your kids are a gift from heaven. Stop talking down when they are King David's in your house. Children, but anointed for a greater purpose. And no one could see it. Not even dad could see it. All the brothers could see it. But King David was anointed as a young 12, 13-year-old boy. Don't look at what you're seeing with your eyes. This year we are anointing you with oil so that God will open up your spiritual eyes and you will walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. Any anointed ones here today? Amen. Just before we move on, I just want to just say, if you're here today and you're listening to all this and you're just like, man, I just feel like I'm in another box, like there's the church box and I'm listening to this, I want it, I want to understand, but there's a disconnect here, my life isn't worthy or... Or maybe you just feel like such a big, amazing God, He could not do any of that through me. I just want to say that that's just all so untrue. And today, someone needs to speak the truth into your life. So I figure I should do it. That no matter who you are, no matter what you've done, no matter what's happened to you, or what circumstance you are living in right now. You could be drug addicted. You could be prostituting yourself. You could be abused. You could be filled with lust. You could be just broken on the inside but look beautiful on the outside or like you've got it together. But you know what the inside... You could be all of those things together. Maybe you've bashed people, be part of gangs before, done unthinkable things to other human beings. And here you are right here today in this service or listening to this in a recording. Here's the truth about you. Is one day God made you. The Lord God Almighty made you. When he did, you weren't part of a lineup where he made or spat out 30 human beings all in one go. All of heaven stopped when you were made. That when he made you, he put seeds inside your life. Seeds of purpose. There's a seed there with the word love on it. And that seed there is to receive the water of that would make that tree grow, which is the love of God, so that you can share love to others. Could you believe that? That you could actually do that? Genuinely love people without wanting anything back, just pure love. God has placed in you forgiveness. Forgiveness of yourself. Forgiveness of other people. God has placed in your life healing. 
mental, emotional, and physical healing is yours if you will receive it today. God wants to take your life wherever you were at. Maybe you're not any of those. Maybe you've got everything, but you're empty without God. God wants to take your life right now and begin transforming your life. This is what He will do. He will start with forgiving you. He will wash away the guilt and every sin. As you have to walk out the ramifications of your sin when you leave this place today, He will fill you with strength. He will put a hedge of protection around your life. He will guard your heart and your minds. And when you read the Bible, it will no longer be a book to you, but it will be life to you. That's what the Spirit of God does. And in this place right now, He will anoint you because the Spirit of God will come alive inside your life. And I've spoken today about what that anointing brings to you. That sounds pretty good, doesn't it? So I'd love every eye closed. And if that's you today, I just want you to be bold and just lift your hand and just say, I need Jesus in my life. Just lift your hand to do that. And then I'm just going to pray from where I am. There's a hand over here. Thank you very much. Thank you. There's another hand at the back here as well. Thank you, Jesus. Just one more time. It's going to give a couple more seconds. Thank you, Lord God. So good. This is what I'm going to do. Is the very fact that you opened your heart to God is you giving your heart to God. It's that simple. That's why the enemy can't take it away. Is It's nothing to do with him. Okay? It's nothing to do with how you feel or if you wake up on the wrong side of the bed or even if you do something really bad. It's actually none of that. It's about you having an open heart with God. Every day, we just submit our lives to God. We renew our our faith, so to speak. We're not begging for salvation, but we're just re, um, just saying, God, here I am. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your salvation. And today I live my life in, in you. And we just do that every day, renewing ourselves in him. But I would just love to pray right now with you. So if we could all just close our eyes. Father, I thank you for these people that lifted their hands. Amazing, amazing decision. Father, I just pray that you would bless them. We thank you that their every sin is forgiven. They are washed, washed clean by the blood of Jesus Christ that was shed on that cross. But today they are victorious just as Jesus rose from the dead. They are victorious, Father, to live their best life here and now, but also in eternity with you and all their saints, Lord God. We thank you that their eternity is secured right now. And Father, as they leave today and walk out as Christian sons and daughters of God, that Father, I pray and speak a blessing over their world, a hedge of protection, and your anointing that would break the yoke of their past every single day that they wake. In Jesus' mighty name. And we all said, Amen. Amen. Hey, um, we're just going to move straight on with the anointing part of this service. This is what I love is we're going to anoint the leaders in the church that are going to anoint you first. So could I just ask that all the leaders would come out and just maybe make a line down the front. Pastor Mel and I will come down and anoint you. Straight after that, I'll get you to stand if you would like to be anointed today.
These guys will come and anoint you with oil. It'll just be a quick process. Then Pastor Mel is going to pray over the whole congregation. But first, Rachel, why don't you lead us in worship and we're going to anoint these.